was young, I had to pay a leave. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch, 88. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
just me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. Here come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect.
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. Here come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. Oh, man. What's Ooh. up, guys? What is going on, guys? What is going on, man? We are back. We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. And as you can see by this beautiful backdrop, there uh, we are on here right now live with the Elimination Chamber 2023 review. One of uh, my... Definitely uh, my favorite match stipulation of the year when done right. Oh, man, did I uh, did I feel a little tingle in my heart tonight while watching that fucking United States Championship Elimination Chamber? Um, so. Uh, man. Um, yeah, so let's hop right into the intro, man. Let's hop right into the intro. Let's not waste any time. But what is going on, guys? We're back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. This is the Elimination Chamber 2023 review, man. If this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how the show works. Every Monday after Monday Night Raw, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted. And every single Friday at 4 p.m. Central, we are on here live with the news, man. Also, for the Big Five for WWE and the Big Five for AEW, we are on here directly after the show uh, with the review, man. And I know what you're asking. Elimination Chamber is not a Big Five. However, if we do feel excited enough to come on here and talk about a show, which um, I'm glad, um, I'm glad we went with our gut on this one because this was a fucking banger um, of a show. Um, we will be on here afterwards for this uh or for shows like this rather so with that man um yes if you guys did miss this past friday's yesterday's edition of the news um that is elimination chamber predictions me going on a mini rant about the ign fest aw fight forever showcase um Jay White moving to the States, all that good stuff, man. That is episode 149. You guys can find that on all platforms, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and like I said, 4 p.m. Central ever here on the Fridays. Join us right here for the news, man. So 
with that, if this is your first time watching and you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Heels Podcast official merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop right now. That is at the top of the description of this very video. There's bonfire.com, and it is in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. You have all eight of these beautiful designs in more than just t-shirts, man. Hoodies, um, long sleeves, short sleeves, tank tops, youth Whatever you guys want, man, it's all in the merch shop for you guys, man. You got the Chicago flag design, the skyline design, the base logo design, the best kept secret to the IWC, the scratch logo, the only community that matters, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, and the Christmas merch, man. So all eight of these beautiful designs are available in more than just a t-shirt live on the merch shop as we speak, man. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video and either in mine or Sergey's social media pages, man. So... With that, with that man of this first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? Going good, man. Going good. Just been a just been chilling, man. Pretty good show, man. Pretty good show, man. Um, Indeed. Just waiting for mania. Waiting for mania and revolution, man. But, um... Like Durante always asks, man, how's life? How's family? Life's good, man. Family's good. What about you, Durante, Logan, everybody in chat? How you guys doing? And uh, what about you, bro? How you doing? Yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. Uh, as Durante always asks, uh, I'm good. Family's good. And what about you, Durante, Logan, Pops, and everybody else that's going to be here or soon to be here in the chat, man? Um, How about this backdrop, bro? Golly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, but yes, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Um, just enjoyed my day, man. And enjoyed, um, enjoyed my day. Uh, man, we got a lot to talk about, bro. We got a lot to talk about Durante. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, Bell, how's it going? Um, so she says, uh, how was the show? Show was good. The show was good. There was um, there was some meh on the show. There was some bangers on the fucking show, and then there was kind of just some stuff that was good. But you know, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the most groundbreaking thing ever. Um, huh? Ah, uh, come on. Huh? Cap. Cap. Ooh, I, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's a tough take, bro. Nah, I, I may. I mean, I don't know. Left we'll ways to see, man. I don't know about that one, though, man. Um, so yeah, bro. I'm good. Love. I. I just. I. I love. There's nothing like. There's nothing like a. There. There's. There's nothing like a. There's nothing like a night where you just sit back and and watch some wrestling, bro. So. Um, man, it's it's fantastic, bro. But wow, nah, no, yeah. no, hell, doesn't, doesn't matter what if who's a better wrestler. It's just it, one thing a lot of people don't get about five star matches and like what makes a really great match. It's emotion. If I don't care about some like, does New Japan have a bunch of great matches every week? Yeah. I don't care about any of them. You know what I mean? So, like, it's not not to say that I don't care about Cody versus Roman, but Cody versus Roman um, is way less 
important to me at least than yeah. Sammy and Roman, and I think that'll be a better match because of it. I just Absolutely. think it will. Absolutely, and that's and you know that's your opinion, and and to me, that's a valid opinion. Um, I think so. Um, but yeah, Sammy, in my opinion, and 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 I genuinely mean this. I would have told you guys this years ago. A and if we're talking a better wrestler, Sammy Zayn is better than Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah. Um, Come on, dude. Cody's great. He absolutely ain't top ten. Absolutely. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is. Cody Rhodes may be better than Sami Zayn on the mic. I'll give you that. Yeah. But in terms of a like a wrestler, I have to go to Sami Zayn ten times. Perfect. Ten times over. I, I might even say Seth's better than Cody. Uh, Ooh, in the I ring. Know. I think so, dude. Yes. When Seth is able to bring that side out of him, when they allow him to do what he can do, dang it, shit, shit, shit's amazing, man. Yeah, co- yeah, in the rank, yeah. Co- now, I don't want to. I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm disrespecting Cody Rhodes because I love Cody no, Rhodes. Cody I, great, I I love but... Cody Rhodes, but in the in the ring, Seth, I would put Seth. Oh, definitely. Oh, I think yeah. I think Cody's better talkers than both of them. But as far as if we're talking. Excuse me, if we're talking just in the ring, oh yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Decent amount of people. Yes, Sami Zayn, dude. Oh man, Sami Zayn. I mean, Cody. Don't get me wrong. Cody's a fantastic storyteller in the ring, man. But Sami Zayn's classics are better than Cody Rhodes' classics, in my opinion. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn had a classic at Battleground. That's all I want to say. You, if you mm-hmm. can have a classic at Battleground. You had a fucking banger, cause that, that that bro, oh man, that show was horrendous. Um, yeah, I don't know, man, I don't know. But what do you guys think, man? Who are you guys taking? Who is the better in ring performer, man? Who is the better in ring wrestler, bro? Sami Zayn or Cody Rhodes? Yeah, Sami, man. Yeah, yeah. So as far <laughs> as characters. I I saying they're tied. I I I I can't hate that opinion. Uh, for me, character wise, I think overall throughout their whole career, Cody has the edge. Um, yeah, I I I think he do, does, but right in this moment, during this moment, it's Sami Zayn for me. Yeah. But I think overall, overall, it would be Cody. I agree. I agree. Um. Yes, but in the ring, no question, Sami Zayn is better wrestler than Cody Rhodes. No question. <laughs> um, man, so wow. Um, first and foremost, a uh, fantastic night of professional wrestling. I, however, l- we've been telling you guys we'll wait till Elimination Chamber to give you guys a stance on this, and instead of giving me my answers I'm left with way more questions I don't know how this I mean granted you have six weeks till mania but man uh, yes yes uh, Rich Peterson how's it going bro he says Sami Zayn's mic skills have gotten better yes dude he's he's very very good on the mic he comes off very um like I, I see, I kept seeing. So, yes, he comes off very like uh, just genuine. It sounds like, yeah. it sounds like Rami is talking. It sounds like he's mm-hmm. just 
talking, you know, like it's a, it sounds like he's genuinely fired up in what he's doing and he, he comes off very genuine. So I, I definitely agree with that. Sami Zayn has gotten a lot better on the mic, but anyway, so man, I am left with a lot of questions. I did not get the answers I was looking for. I'll say this right now. If, if you are going to put Sami Zayn in a world title WrestleMania spot, I can see here what you did tonight. I can see it. Mm -hmm. But if the plan is still to have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn go after the tag titles, and that's fine. You know, that's fine. That's one way the story can go. I don't know why you didn't have Jay turn tonight. It did not make no sense to send the crowd home happy if you were going to have Sami Zayn take the tag titles. Yeah, exactly. It, I would have rather had Jay if, you know, like I said, unless Sami Zayn is going for a world championship, if you were going to do the tag title thing, what would what would make Sami Zayn absolutely hate this motherfucker's guts? And I'm talking about Jay Uso. He was the sole reason he broke his heart in front of his kids, in front of his wife, in front of his family. You know what I mean? But like now, does Jay just turn on him in like a random city? I think it would have drawn more heat if he did it in Montreal. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm thinking you can't do that now. You missed your good opportunity. Now out that side, that path of storyline is even more lame. You know what I mean? So I, I think he has to at this point. He literally that's the only like legit path he could go down. I don't know why they didn't turn. Jay Uso tonight. I really do not. Um, if that is the plan, they should have done it tonight. Yes, absolutely, because it would have it would have made the most sense, you know. Um, however, if you guys watch the media scrum, um, speaking of media scrums, did you see? <laughs> did you did you see? Okay, okay. Bro, fucking legend. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? You know what shit TK tweeted? <laughs> oh, with Hurry Hall. No, 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 no. Um, oh. the did you see uh, Mr. Media Scrum CM Punk? Yes, he, he was in the New Japan crowd and I watching the show. That's good, dude. I like that. That's a good ass something. Very interesting, man. Very interesting. I seen a picture of Mister Philly Phil in the uh, in the crowd for uh, Battle in the Valley, man. I also heard Jay White lost. So yeah, he did. I heard that. Yeah, apparently he lost pretty fast too. So yeah, I think I think he's I think he's going to the Fed, man. I think he is. The Fed. <laughs> so, I think it might be a good path for him at this point. Yeah. Like we said on Friday, there's absolutely nothing he can yeah. lose. There's nothing he can lose. Exactly. Might as well um, just test it out. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know if they do a triple threat. I don't know if Cody Rhodes gives up a, a title match. I don't know if Cody Rhodes gives up the universal title. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what you do. 
I, I don't know, because you missed your golden opportunity to have Jey Uso absolutely break everybody's heart in Montreal, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that. So, uh, do it anywhere else, it won't be as nearly as impactful as it could have been here. Yes. If that's your plan. So, yep. you better hope that ain't the plan anymore. But, man, um... So we'll get to that in a little bit, man, but we'll start you guys off with, you know, obviously what opened the show. Uh, We got an Illumination Chamber match to open the show, and it was, I was hoping it was the men's to open and then Sammy and Roman to close. However, um, it was not. We got the women's Elimination Chamber match, man. We got the women's Elimination Chamber match. We got Carmella, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez. Liv Morgan and Natalia and did I say Oscar? Um, Oscar. Um, man. So, so, so that's the thing with uh, you know, with what Bell's saying. She says obviously or uh, not obviously. Honestly, I think the crowd would have rioted badly. Perfect. That is what you that's want. Good. You want that crowd. That's why I'm saying, like, if if you want it, if you're doing Sammy and Jay, or sorry, uh, Sammy and Kevin Owens, the Cammy brothers making their return versus the Usos, that's what you want. You want that crowd fucking boiling hot. You know what I mean? You want them. You want them heated. You want Sammy Zayn to have a reason to come for this guy's fucking come for this guy's head. So, you know, um, but they missed that. And I don't know why they missed that. Um, here, let's see. Muhammad Ali. He says, calling it now, Jay Uso gonna end the bloodline. He'll screw over Reigns at WrestleMania, giving Cody the W and a new feud. I could see that, but it would also make more sense for Jay to help Sammy win. I was gonna say exactly that, but just switch Cody and Sammy, and that's golden. That's perfect. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I don't yeah, know. I mean, if they riot, bro, it's a bunch of fucking wrestling fans. Is they're either fucking too run and to fight you, or they're too fucking scrawny and you just it, knock them down. It's only a matter of time before somebody fucking slips on a hot dog bun. You know, that's <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, it's a bunch of wrestling fans. It's, if they jump you, you ain't gonna be that bruised, dude. Honestly, it, it genuinely, if wrestling fans start rioting, it is genuinely only a matter of time before somebody slips on some fucking nacho cheese, bro. I mean, that's just how it is, man. Um, and Canadian, that's a, that's a good, that's a good point too, man. Canadians are very nice. These, uh, you know, this crowd, bro, this atmosphere, I haven't seen anything like this since Money in the Bank 2011. I, I I I genuinely like and I genuinely mean that. Like, man, I, I, I have not like dude be when Sami Zayn was coming out, I had fucking tears in my eyes. I can't lie. And I haven't and nothing happened. He was just walking to the ring. But man, just seeing that energy, bro, was just absolutely fucking wild, bro. I genuinely swear to you guys i have not seen anything like that since money in the bank 2011 an atmosphere that is so behind their guy it's man um it it, it was it was beautiful um but man so <sighs> hmm i don't know man i don't know i don't know 
Uh, yes, absolutely felt that atmosphere through the screen. Like I said, to be genuine and honest with you guys, bro, I had tears in my eyes while Sami Zayn was walking to the ring, and it was just be, it was just, it was just a feeling, bro. It was just a feeling that nothing but professional wrestling can can exude that kind of uh, energy from from me, man. Genuinely, um. Absolutely, absolutely. Muhammad says, uh, is that actually your real name? Because that's wild if it is. Um so uh he said uh he's ac- uh he's officially a main event material now. Uh a hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. I think this solidified it to the people that wanted to say he wasn't or he wasn't a believable guy. He absolutely <laughs> is. And people like us have been saying he is for for a long time. Admittedly, I wasn't at first, and then I was. I ain't gonna cap. I wasn't doing there it the you. whole time. I started about halfway through. Genuinely, bro. Gen- that is true. That is true. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sir K could tell you guys, bro. From the moment, from the moment we started getting closer to the Royal Rumble. Is kind of I feel like when the trajectory started changing and mm-hmm. and I was there I was feeling it because as a wrestling fan, bro, you you um man you can't uh oh wow that's really cool that's hard to um that's dope name but man you like uh like just. You know, I I feel like these things in wrestling, bro, I feel like you, like, when you feel these kind of things, you can't deny them type thing. So as soon as I started feeling it, uh, kind of around the same time, I feel like a little bit of people were, you know, I I told you guys, man, so you guys know, you know, I've I've been rocking and rolling, bro. Um, Ever since people started, like, you know, kind of feeling it, I was like, man, I kind of feel this too, bro, because the storyline was just fucking good man it was just getting you know it was getting to the heat of things before the royal rumble so it was it was fantastic man and now we're in the midst of it and it's still great but um i don't know bro um i don't know um but crazy dude crazy um uh, so oh bell ooh <laughs> dude mania season was turning into the worst season out of the year like genuinely like that's that dead summer period was becoming to become better than wrestlemania season bro last year oh my they what the fuck were they even doing last year Sami Zayn and jackass kevin owens and steve austin brock lesnar and roman reigns fucking Bobby oh, Lashley and Omos. I mean, oh my God, man. Yeah, uh, horrendous, horrendous garbage. But you turn that shit around to 2023, man, and wow. Wow. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. Um, Cody's, well, the reason I didn't say Cody's return was because, um, that, that wasn't really, it was kind of teased, but you know, it was kind of just more a story of Seth looking for an opponent type thing. So, but mania season last year was fucking bad. Obviously Cody's, you know, Cody was, uh, Cody's moment at mania was awesome, but the build, the build was, 
It's just a bunch of Corey Graves innuendos and Seth Rollins losing matches. So, but uh, just to lose a match in media and then every subsequent match after me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but um, man, but it's 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 a real thing, bro. It's a real thing as a wrestling fan, man. Like for me, uh, I I've kind of you know, I've kind of just been this way. Like if I if I feel something. If I feel something like I, you know, regardless on if it's what people consider or what is considered the popular opinion now, if you feel something, you feel it. You can't hide that emotion, bro. Um, You know, if people hid that emotion, then WrestleMania 30 would have ended with Batista as the world champion. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, You know, if things, if people hid their emotion, um... Kofi Kingston, Kofi Mania would have never been Kofi Mania. It would have been, uh, what, what does he call it? Uh, Owens Mania, what, the KO, KO Mania. It would have been KO Mania, you know, against the Planets champ, Daniel Bryan. So that's what it would have been. And, you know, we love Kevin Owens, but it just wasn't the right time, man. We love Batista, but it's, it just wasn't his time. But we're in a weird predicament this year where it feels like it's Cody's time. But it feels like it's Sammy's time. But Sammy's time is kind of outweighing it a little more for me. And I guess that's just a matter of opinion. But it could be both of their time, man. (laughs) Yeah, both of the titles. Might as well make it both of their time. Definitely. So it should definitely be very interesting. Triple H's first WrestleMania had a creative gonna be interesting man it really is gonna be interesting um it adds a different level of excitement to it because going in as fans we know we won't be getting Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania (laughs) or in, in in other words um in other words you know we're not getting repetitiveness you know what I mean exactly um exactly they're getting rematches. God. Dude. God, I will never fucking forget. When Cody got injured, WWE was in a panic. And we got Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at Mania and at SummerSlam. I'll never forget when he came out to set up that SummerSlam match, bro. Oh, my Lord. Oh, so um, So... Oh God, those two! Oh, bro, man! Oh God, Michael Cole, Michael Cole sent out such a fucking hilarious shot at Tony Khan tonight. Oh, it was hilarious! But that was amazing. But yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what's. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting fucking time, man. Uh for sure, for sure. So, so. Let's start you guys off with the women's chamber, man. The women's elimination chamber. This one, like I said, uh, Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. Um, so the first two that were in the match was uh, Natalia and Liv Morgan. They started, um, but uh, man, um. So, yeah, I mean, the, this match, 
It was one of those things on the card where it was kind of just like it wasn't bad. Uh, predictable is good sometimes, and it was kind of just there in the like, yeah, like it was good for what it was like. It wasn't nuts or anything, but it was it was good for what it was. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Definitely, man. Definitely, I think I think it did its job and being just a good women's chamber match. Definitely, definitely, man. So. Obviously, um, like I said, uh, Liv and Natalia uh, started the match off, and um, out next came Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez came out uh, third. Nikki Cross came out fourth. Carmella came out sixth, or sorry, fifth, and Asuka came out sixth. So. Nikki Cross was eliminated first in this match before Asuka even got out of her chamber. That kind of was like, damn. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. I wished it ended with Liv and Asuka as well. Uh, that was my. It, I either mm-hmm. was hoping for a Liv and Asuka ending, or an Asuka and Nikki Cross ending, or maybe even an Asuka and Raquel Gonzalez yeah. would have been pretty cool because you know Raquel is, you know, towers over Asuka, and I thought that would have been a pretty cool challenge for her to overcome because Raquel is good. It's just deep down in there. I don't know what's up with all this smiling and shit, but um. Her in NXT was a lot more badass and and a lot cooler. Um, so I hope an eventual heel turn uh, can can pick up her momentum a little bit because she is she is she could have been a great a great obstacle for Oscar to overcome here, but unfortunately uh, that wasn't the case, man. So Nikki Cross gets eliminated first. Uh, she lasted um, she lasted. 11 minutes and 40 seconds in the match. Um, Obviously the least amount of time. Um, Next was Liv Morgan. She lasted 16 minutes and 40 seconds in the match. After this was Natalia at 17 minutes and 25 seconds. After that, we got down to the final three. Raquel Rodriguez was eliminated at 18 minutes and 25 seconds, and the last two were Carmella and Asuka. One thing I did not like about this match, if you notice, Liv lasted 16 minutes, Natalia 17, Raquel 18, Carmella was at 19. It was like Nikki got eliminated, they waited a bit, and then it was just rapid. Boom, 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 and then it was... That was kind of a little weird for me. It was just rapid fucking eliminations at the end. But, um, yes, Nikki Cross was eliminated by Raquel. Uh, Liv Morgan was eliminated by Natalia and Asuka. Natalia was eliminated by Carmella. Raquel was eliminated by Asuka and Carmella. Carmella was kind of annoying in this match, if I'm being 100% honest with you. I mean, you know, now look, if Triple H, you know, was just trying to give her, you know, a good showcase because she's been out for so long and she's, you know, been dealing with a lot of personal stuff, you know, that, you know, I do understand that. But from a just from a 
if I were to give a couple critiques, she was kind of just running around pinning people the whole time. If I'm being in her persona, yeah, and it, yeah, and it kind of drew a little stale. Um, mm-hmm. which did you know? I I mean, it did make for it did make for a nice moment at the end where she kind of had no more time to run and it was kind of just her and Asuka. But even at that, she like just kept, they kept trading off uh, roll-ups. Asuka would eventually get her in, Oscar would eventually get her in her arm bar submission and, and, and uh, pin her for the victory in 19 minutes and 30 seconds, bro. So like I said, once Liv Morgan got eliminated, it was just boom, 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 boom. And then we were done with the match. It felt in, I mean, if you look at the time, you know, like I said, Liv lasted 16, Natalia 17, Raquel 18, Carmella 19. So as soon as Liv got eliminated, literally three minutes later, the match was over. It was fucking yeah. rapid, bro. It was rapid elimination. And it was, I didn't really like that. I mean, I don't know if it was on purpose or if it was a mistake, like, oh shit, we haven't been eliminating people. Um... But man, I mean, it's a little. It didn't really come off that nice on television, to be honest. Definitely, man. Definitely, I, I definitely get that, man. Uh, so, in the end, Oscar picks up the victory here in what was incredible. Um, another thing with the men, it was really cool. Uh, but with the women, they need to work on their, their facial expressions because when they do the spot in the match where you walk around and look at everybody in the pod, all of them just had like these really cringy looks on their face, like especially Natalia. Oh my lord. That was so Dude. fucking cringy. Oh god. Look at Natalia, man. She she I don't know. She needs to take an acting class or something. Yes, I mean, good enough wrestler, man, but good God, she cannot, uh, she cannot act to save her life. And then, like, um, you know, Nikki was pretty cool. She was just kind of being weird, being Nikki Cross. Um, but man, Natalia, especially, bro, just, oh, so, and Raquel, too. And I th- kind of live Morgan, man. I mean, just really cringy facial expressions, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. So, yes, Asuka. I like how they had Asuka come in. I would have liked if Asuka came into a full field if Nikki Cross hadn't been eliminated yet and she just started fucking, she just started kicking ass. Not eliminating everybody, of course, but, you know, it would be cool to kind of do a little spot where, you have her come in, start fucking take out everybody, and then just have her stand in the middle of the ring while the whole field is laid out and just have the crowd pop off of that. I thought that would have been a cool spot as well. But uh, I thought the match was, I thought the match was, uh, I thought the match was good, man. I thought the match was good. Um, it definitely eclipses some of the other uh, women's elimination chambers. Definitely. Definitely, man. Definitely. It definitely does in that regard. Um, yes, and with that, uh, like I said, Asuka, uh, Asuka, man, Asuka wins, uh, she pins, or submits Carmella, rather, uh, she submits Carmella to gain her spot at WrestleMania against Bianca Belair, I love, love, love this match, bro, 
this match is going to be fucking sick, bro. Bianca Belair uh, has became um, a very tall mountain to have to climb, and Asuka is... I absolutely love the way Asuka... I love the way they they have been portraying Asuka. I mean, incredible. It's going to make for an incredible, incredible clash at uh, at WrestleMania. Definitely, man. It, it definitely is, man. I can't wait for that match. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Moving on. <laughs> this bad boy here. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby who? Bobby bitch. <laughs> man. Bobby Lashley, man. Bobby Lashley. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Nah. Um, oh, by the way, the Women's Elimination Chamber did end in 19 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, by the way. So... Um, yes, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, number three. This was my match of the night. Uh, yes. Uh, nah. uh, bro, yeah, this one wasn't it, man. Uh, Rich says in the comments, worst, absolutely, this was the worst oh, match of the night. God, um, so, the thing here, the thing here, um, you know, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, uh, God, I'm fucking yawning just by the mere say of the name. Lord. Um, so, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, I think where they went wrong is having some sort of finisher contest. Yeah. Um, dude, this, this trilogy was supposed to be so good. This trilogy was supposed to be so fucking good, and it was a huge disappointment. Um, it was a h- huge disappointment. Both of these guys are have MMA backgrounds. Both of these guys have MMA backgrounds. They are, you know, I would like if they would have incorporated, uh, you know punching or like uh you know how a little more punching man or like you know how Brock Lesnar used to do like uh his knee strikes he used to do them a lot and I would like if they would incorporate a little bit more like mixed martial arts or like MMA like I said like honestly I would like if they were to incorporate a little more like shoot fight into their style but it's just a finisher contest um whether it's Triple H or Vince, man, they they don't know how to book this matchup. They really don't. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if it's... See, this is why I like Brock Lesnar working with smaller guys. When Brock Lesnar works with smaller guys, he shows you why he is one of the but... one of the one of the great professional wrestlers on the planet. But when he's with guys like Roman Reigns or Bobby Lashley, I mean, he had a decent enough match with Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. You know, 
And it because it was just utter chaos. Why didn't you replicate? I think what would have made this really nice was a la- is a last man standing match. I think a last man standing match would have been fantastic. I think it would have been great. Um, nothing, nothing, man. No, exactly, man. Just yeah, they had to mix up both of that, man. I not only from the matches, but the overall like storyline booking hasn't been good really that good either way but like it's it's really both it just it's just a yeah. dud of a feud man and i expected so much greatness from this feud definitely bro definitely um yes no question no question i i, I expected it i expected a lot i expected a lot more i expected a lot more if i'm being a hundred percent honest man and I don't know, I, I do not know that a finisher fest was the way to go about these matches. And that's what they did. And it, uh, man, it, it made for a really bad trilogy. Um, it did. And now we're going to get a fucking other one. So, did you see what happened on SmackDown yesterday? I did. Okay. I did. So... My thing is, so my thing is, so Bray Wyatt, you know, Bray Wyatt um, called out Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley. First question is, why? Um, hmm? Yeah. I, okay, um, what's up? Yeah, never mind, never mind. Oh, um, uh, so first question is, uh, why doesn't really make that much sense? Um, and the thing is with Brock Lesnar, so who, who does Bray Wyatt go for here necessarily? Does he go for, because does he go for the guy? Uh, well, let's talk about this match first before we get to this. But the match was four minutes and 45 seconds. The match was four minutes and 45 seconds. German suplex, spear, F5, spear, F5, spear, F5. And puts him in the hurt lock. Brock Lesnar hits a low blow. And that was it. That was it. Brock Lesnar then picks up the referee, gives him an F5. Um, I believe I've seen a comment. Uh, the second F5 to the ref wasn't planned. Um, what does Brock Lesnar have against these goddamn referees, man? I don't know. Golly. So, man. Um, so, Brock... F5's Bobby Lashley through the announce table. Uh, F5's the ref on the floor. Um, And then he just walks away. And as he was walking up the ramp, I thought he was going to get interrupted by Bray Wyatt. I did not think they were going to leave Bray off this card. Um, You know, in terms of, you know, just showing up to do something. I knew he wasn't going to be put in a match. But, man, I mean, so... I tweeted this out. Does Brock 
or sorry, does Bray go after the guy who got the official victory or the guy who got the moral victory? You know, because Bobby Lashley yeah. won, but Brock Lesnar, you know, got the moral victory. He was the guy who, you know, walked away standing. He left on his own two feet. So it's really interesting here because on one hand, you have Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar. They do have history. They have a WrestleMania 32 match that was unattended uh, for Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose and for the Wyatt family to get buried at WrestleMania. You have that on one hand. Also on that same hand, you have Brock Lesnar not working well with bigger guys. Um, And I really don't know how well he would work with Bray Wyatt. It probably would. Then on the other hand, you have Bobby Lashley, who Bray Wyatt absolutely has probably never even breathed in this, uh, breathed a breath of air in this man's direction. Why does he want to go after Bobby Lashley? That makes no sense to me. What is that rogue that king? I don't get it. I I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea, and to think, and to think, and to think, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I also don't know how well he would even work with Bobby Lashley, to be honest with you, man. I don't even think that would be that good, to be honest, either, man. I, I don't know. I, I genuinely genuinely do not know bro i genuinely do not know um i i don't know i mean (sighs) so like i said um also on the bobby lashley hand you do have two factions at play here you have uh what could be the wyatt six and then, obviously, uh, the Hurt Business. So that's a possibility. But Bray, Bray has more in common with Brock because they ha- Bray has more history with Lesnar. But I think the match would suck. But I also think the match would fucking suck with Bobby Lashley. And that really makes no sense. Exactly, bro. So, like... Either way, it's going to be lame. You know what I mean? So I'm not supposed to go with the person. That storyline right? just makes more sense. But the match is going to suck anyway. Which I feel like it will. I don't know, man. I don't know where the hell they're going with Wyatt. Uh, I, I, I don't I know, man. So. I don't know. I... I wish I could tell you guys, bro. I wish I could tell you guys, man, but I I don't know. So, according to Logan, Bobby Lashley accepted Bray's challenge over Twitter. That makes absolutely no sense. No, I don't get this. Neither does Brock. I, I really want to know what... I wish Bray would have uh, elaborated a little more. Um, I wish... Yes. Um I mean wrestling is all about the why. Everything yeah. you do should have a why. 
uh, in front of it. Um, but man, I mean, what the fuck does he, what does he want Bobby Lashley for? Maybe because Bobby Lashley is considered like an alpha male booby, Bray and booby. (laughs) Damn. I bet that would, man. I bet it would. But, like, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I trust any of this. I don't know either. It's really, really weird. Like, I, um, you know, like I was saying, on that hand, you also have Hurt Business and Wyatt Six. It makes, you know, I guess a little bit more sense, you know, with a faction. Maybe that's where you debut Sanity. You know, you have them maybe interrupt that. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. I, I genuinely, I am genuinely clueless. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but. I guess so, man. I don't but know, but then, but then what do you do with Brock? Johnny? That shit would be fire. He had a good performance tonight. That's possible. Um, I don't know, man. <sighs> No idea. Genuinely. No fucking clue at this point. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, man, uh, to see if Bray and and, uh, and Booby actually uh, take the stage together, man. But yeah, I, 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 I'm genuinely clueless up until this point, but what a what a bad trilogy, man. What a bad fucking trilogy. You know, I was I was I was trying my hardest to, to wait and, and you know, see uh, where this goes, see if these guys finally gain up the ke- the good enough chemistry to at least have one good match out of this trilogy. But, uh, yeah, it never, uh, never amounted to anything, man. Um, yeah. Um, I don't think Brock, I don't think Brock should have stayed gone. If this is what they had for him, maybe he could have stayed gone. Because they haven't put him in there with anybody that he's worked well enough with. Uh, You know, whether whether people want to say the match with Roman Reigns was good, I don't give a fuck if that match was better than Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. I am fucking sick and tired of seeing those two in the ring together. And then Bobby Lashley, and then Bobby Lashley was kind of... Yeah, you know, not really it, and that's kind of all he's really done. So I mean, let's start putting him in there with a smaller guys that he can just have a banger of a match with, and um, and let's start putting him in there against uh, not better people because they're putting him in there with good people. But let's start let's start hiding his uh, let's start playing to his strengths and hiding his weaknesses. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yes, but I definitely would have loved for him to... I would have loved for these two to add a little bit more MMA into their style of match, but it it was just a finisher fest, man, and it was definitely the worst worst match of the night for me. And the Bray Wyatt thing is... Uh, the Bray Wyatt thing is... Uh, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. Mm-hmm. So next we have 
the Judgment Day versus the Grit Couple. The GR It Couple. Man, um, this match was really fun. This match was really fun. I really enjoyed this match. They, this crowd, were chanting, Fuck you, Dominic. Love it. How many times during Vince McMahon's era were there ever fuck you chants? I remember one. And they might even, that one might even be excused because it was a Raw After Mania crowd. And you yeah. know those are the smart marks, but Roman Reigns, fuck you, Roman, after WrestleMania 33 was the only time in the modern Vince McMahon era. I know, you know, one night stand, I believe there was fuck you, Cena, but in, you know, modern times, in Vince McMahon's modern WWE, when, how frequently would you, if this show had Vince McMahon and Gorilla a, it wouldn't have been sold out. A, or B, it wouldn't have been the highest grossing Montreal crowd that WWE did. Uh, Triple H confirmed that after the show. Uh, it was the highest grossing Montreal time they've ever been, you know. Um, and, man, so, they, yes, they, they, yeah, they did it last night on SmackDown, too, and they muted it. Good old WWE. Um, they were chanting "fuck you, Dominic." Love it. Edge chased Dominic out of the uh, out of the ringside area, back in a grill position. Edge came back down, and then fucking Dominic came back down the ramp. Dominic came back down the ramp. Um, Dominic came back down the ramp, and. They just started all over again on him, man. He, they were letting him fucking have it, bro. And it was incredible. It was incredible, man. Um, yes, it was, it, it was very good, bro. It was very good. But this match, uh, this, this match was, um, this, this match was, this match was fun, bro. It was fun. It was a fun match. There was one hiccup in the match that was kind of weird. Uh, the match, I at least I would have thought it should have been over. Uh Edge had the he had a submission hold in on Finn Balor. I believe it is called the Educator. Uh he had that in on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley punched him with a pair of brass knuckles. You know, Finn's lifeless body was incapacitated and he uh he she drug Finn on top of Edge. The ref counted one, two, and he went to go for three. Kind of just like stopped his hand, and then Beth just like fucking came and just plopped on him at the last second. But other than that one botch that looked really, really, really that bad. bad. Yeah, it looked his hand on the third one. Even easily counted like twice. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So that was that. That was that, man. And um in the end, uh Dominic was trying to help um Rhea Ripley squash uh or put 
she he put Beth's head on the steel chairs. She was going to squash her with a steel chair, um, you know, while her head was laying on the steel steps. Beth moved, uh, threw Rhea Ripley off the stair or tripped her on the stairs. She fell on the stairs. Then she gave her the glam slam. Uh, Edge did a suicide dive to take out Dominic. They got in the ring and hit a fucking shatter machine. Edge mm-hmm. and Beth Phoenix hit a shatter machine as Corey Graves, I miss him yelling this, as Corey Graves yells, shatter machine. That was pretty cool, man. That was pretty cool. They should not have that trademark. They fucked them out of that trademark, but it was pretty cool nonetheless. Um, It was very cool to see. It was, it was very cool to see since, you know, Edge uh, Edge was helped by FTR when, you know, he came back. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome, that connection. I think they're, I think they said, like, they're damn near neighbors, I think. Yes. At this he, point. He said so, on his podcast he lives uh, five minutes from him. That's crazy. That's crazy as hell, man. But that, that was an awesome connection right there. That was an awesome ending. Yeah, Shot basically, the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. Basically, America's the only place where they censor fuck on national TV. Everywhere else, they fucking don't. It's ridiculous. Because, thing is, like, for example, when I'm watching AEW Dynamite, the kind of movies that they play before Dynamite comes on say fucking them constantly. Constantly. They're fucking bloody action movies. And then Dynamite comes on, well, you, you gotta censor the word shit now. I hate American TV sometimes. Definitely. Fucking Karens. Seriously, bro. Seriously. Come on. So. Uh, yes. So they hit Finn Balor with the Shatter Machine. Edge pins him as Finn and Rhea and Dominic were walking away, and Finn was yelling, I hate you. And, uh,. I don't know, man. I don't know. Here we go, man. We're going to... Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, man. Um, We're going to... Uh, I think we're going to... I think we're going to get ready for the Hell in a Cell match. I think we're ramping up towards that for sure, man. But this was good. Finn Balor finally was humbled by Edge. So this is going to give him a reason to be upset. Rhea Ripley was not pinned. Obviously, she lost, but she is in about 42 days... Well, we're past midnight, so probably 41 now. Uh, and, you know, 41, um, 40-something days, whichever night they're on, is going to beat Charlotte Flair. So I think she'll be just fine here as Finn Balor will definitely end the feud, getting the uh, getting the victory for Judgment Day in the end. I knew Rhea Ripley wasn't going to be affected by this. No. Um, you know, she's Rhea Ripley, and, you know, she's... She'll be she'll be fine, man. She'll be fine. She's she's got a one way ticket to WrestleMania, so she'll she'll be good. She'll be great, man. Everything's all great. Definitely, man. Definitely. I absolutely love a nice WWE pay per view with five matches on the card. Wow! If this was Vince McMahon, bro, there'd be fucking ten of them. Everyone would be on the fucking show, man. We'd We'd probably still be watching the show. Oh, it'd probably just be ending. I swear to God, bro. You'd have fucking Bray. You'd have probably... Because I think they were... Both of the... Yeah, obviously. Both of the Usos, I think, were allowed in Canada for this. So, they I, they probably would have had them do a fucking match. You know, Vince. Yeah. 
There was a Chinese able to go to Canada now. They they are, man. They are. They uh <laughs> man, Michael Cole, when Jimmy came out, Michael Cole goes, Jimmy was told by his cousin to stay home. And I was like, Who's his cousin? A fucking officer? I'm like what who's his cousin the canadian border control and who the fuck told him to stay home <laughs> picture on the fucking on, on the man. booth at the border just up oh man yep you can't be here man you gotta go back turn around yeah man i think we could definitely be getting a purple demon for wrestlemania yeah, it's interesting, man. You know, the the original demon in NXT used to do the wings on his back, similar to the Judgment Day wings. I could see them doing that. He could make it really cool. I like the color. I like, you know, I love the mix of purple and black, but they, uh, you know, they could make a really cool demon out of that, man. They could make a really they cool could. demon out of that. Um, <laughs> If Revolution has a 17-match card... Oh, dude, they they better start that show at fucking six o'clock, dude. Uh, yeah, it, it's gonna. Uh, I'm making a bold prediction right now. It's gonna start at seven, and we're probably it's probably going to end at like eleven thirty. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. It'll be fucked. Yes, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Okay, um, show. No. Yeah. I know, I know you were exaggerating, Bell, but unfortunately, sometimes it's these true. AEW pay-per-views genuinely, they, they're fucking 20 matches long, and they are, I mean, you know, I don't really, I don't really mind it, because they only go live uh, uh, four or five times a year, you know, but I mean, man, I mean, it's still a little... Yeah, yeah, half time they fill it with shit you don't need to fill. You wouldn't think they would fill it with. And you know, if you started just one hour before, I think that would help it tremendously. Because then we'd oh. all be out of there by ten thirty, and if we're not out of there by ten thirty, we'll be out of there by eleven. You know, and it, you know, know, yeah. But I mean, once we're nearing midnight, it's like, damn, damn, bro, <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah, definitely, bro, definitely. So. Yeah, man. Um, yes, this match was really good. This match was really good. It was a really fun tag team match. And yeah, man, I think we're uh, we're getting uh, we're getting ready for WrestleMania, man. We're getting ready for this Hell in a Cell match and uh, Rhea Ripley winning the women's championship. So, dude, they aired they aired this. They aired this Seth Rollins Joker commercial. It was real weird because when it came on the TV, I was like, damn, is it just me or does Seth Rollins look like a gold Joker? And then he walks on the, you know, the stairs. Everybody knows that scene. He walks on the stairs and he starts fucking doing his dance. And I'm like. Is this a Joker Seth Rollins commercial? And then Becky comes in. She's supposed to be playing Batman. It was a really fucking cool commercial. I actually love the idea on WWE pay-per-views. They're just doing like fun, like cool commercials, like like pop culture commercials like that. Very cool. That's cool, man. I like that they did that, man. For Hollywood mania. 
Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, yeah, yeah, the man cave. And then he, okay. yeah, and then he tells her, I didn't know we had a man cave. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> absolutely wonderful. It was a really cool, uh, it was a really cool commercial, man. I would, I would like some, uh, I would really like some, um, you know, how, you know, Super Bowl has commercials. If WrestleMania had, like, some cool commercials in there. That'd be smart, man. That'd be real smart. Man. Definitely. Definitely, man. <sighs> WWE, in the middle, sometime in the middle of the show, I can't remember exactly when it was, but, dude, they they go to Ariel Hawani. In the crowd, he's from Montreal, and Michael Cole, Michael Cole says when he you know they're they're showing Ariel Hawani, they give him his little, um, it's they're giving him, uh, you know his little nameplate or whatever, and they're and Michael Cole says the unbiased Ariel Hawani asking all the hard hitting questions. Whether you want to answer them or not. Damn. <laughs> Fucking Michael Cole, man. Hence, hey man, don't give a shit no more. Michael Cole is great. Hence, taking a shot at the one and only No Comment Con. You <laughs> love to see it, man. That was fucking hilarious. I love the little shots between the two companies. I know it like irks people to their core when the companies talk about each other. Like sometimes I think these wrestling fans genuinely lose sleep over this shit. I love it. I I, I think it's fucking. I always think it's hilarious. It always makes me laugh. Um, yeah, when they actually acknowledge each other, like we're living in a real world. Um, with other people that exist and live and breathe in it. Um, but you know, that's just me. Um, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, as long as they're not, you know, constantly shoving it down your throat, uh, letting you know that they hate WWE or they hate AEW, but little lighthearted jokes like that, just fucking poking fun at, at something that a lot of people poke fun at Tony Khan for is never fucking answering any questions. Exactly. It's funny. Cause you know, you guys know we call him no comment yeah. Khan, and it was absolutely no hilarious. It was real weird. So the, their little Twitter thread kept getting brought around and Tony Khan tweeted out, um, you're a fraud at Ariel Hawani. You're as legitimate of his, of a reporter as at Tony Schiavone. Damn. What did Tony Schiavone do? I like, oh, no, no, he's just, yeah, he's fucking around. I love it. I was like, all right. Ah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he meant by that. Maybe, maybe that. Tony Schiavone's like a like technically like he's not a real reporter he's kind of just like a right yeah and then that's what I yeah that, that's what I took it as but I, I wasn't I wasn't sure I was like huh but yeah, um, yeah. yeah man Ariel Hawani 
um, or Michael Cole taking a nice shot at Tony Khan. You absolutely love to see it. Um, and this Wednesday, they will probably uh, definitely have something back to say, which is going to be great. Oh, yeah. But I love the little jabs between the two companies. Like I said, I don't understand why people get so upset over it. People get no, so upset over crazy. it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, man. So that was that. And the next match was the men's elimination chamber match, man. The men's elimination chamber. Montez for Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, and the United States champion himself, Austin Theory. Oh, by the way, the mixed tag lasted 13 minutes and 50 seconds, bro. So this match, uh, this men's elimination chamber match, the first two that started the match were Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins. Whew. This was so good. Corey Graves was, uh, you could tell he was legitimately happy for Johnny Gargano because he said, he said to him in, he said, or he said, right as the match started, you could tell he was kind of taken back. He was like, wow, this is crazy. I used to work shows with these guys in Cleveland. Crazy, crazy stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins start the match in what was a great Great. Johnny Gargano gave him the slingshot spear on the outside. Fantastic. Fantastic, bro. Um, Next to come out was Austin Theory, uh, the champion himself. Um, uh, fourth was Damian Priest. Fifth was Bronson Reed. And number six, the last guy out, was Montez Ford. Bronson Reed, um, everybody came out of their pod and nobody was eliminated yet. I absolutely love that. They actually let these guys tear it up and it was fantastic, man. These guys, these guys tore it up, bro. These guys tore it up, man. Bianca, did Bianca make, uh, Montez's attire? Sweet. I guess. He, he, it looked really great, man. It looked really great. It was, uh. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing. Nothing that had to do with the street profits, man. It was just Montez Ford gear. But he looked great, man. He looked great. I believe he was wearing black tights with uh, kick pads instead of his usual. Doesn't he just wear pants? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I think he just wears pants and sneakers. But he had kick pads. He had some black kick pads on. He looked really good, man. He looked really good. The. Um. <clears throat> Bronson Reed came out of the pod and was booked like an absolute fucking monster. They made him look so good in this match. Granted, he was the first one out. He was still in the match for 18 minutes. He was in the match for a good majority of the match. Because like I said, everybody came out of the pod and nobody was eliminated yet. So... Bronson, Bronson was, um, Bronson looked great. He got a nice 18 minutes in there to just 
absolutely fucking destroy everybody. Now, I will say... There was no tsunami off the top of the pod. Bro, I don't... What's bigger than a tsunami? I don't even know what you... uh, I don't even know what you would call that, man. I don't even know what you would call that, bro. But, um... That's my thing, dude. That's my thing. Um... Theory versus John Cena does not need the U.S. title. No. No, I don't think that. I don't think they ended that match good at all. No, hell no. So Montez Ford climbs the cage. By the way, Michael Cole, you mean to tell me you've never seen anybody go to the top of the cage and swing off of it and? Hold your horses there for the people who are going to say, yeah, Kalisto did it. No, 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 no. Let's go back. Let's go back a little further. John Morrison, people. John Morrison was the originator who climbed to the top of the cage and swung down on top of everybody That is a good point. I would not want to take the tsunami off the top of the pod. I would love to see someone take it, but, um, yeah, Uh, wouldn't want to take that shit myself, but, uh, I'm offering up the first man that's, uh, that's willing to go. How about Austin theory, man? So John Morrison, Michael Cole, you've never seen that before. Are you sure you've never seen that before? I want to say that was the 2011 elimination chamber. It was, yes, I believe it was 2011. Um, come on, man. I know you're lying, but look, but look, man. So Montez Ford climbs to the top of the cage, drops onto everybody, Montez Ford is in the ring with Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed's on one knee. He gives him a super kick. Nothing, nothing's working. So Johnny gets in. Double super kick. Nothing's working. So Seth comes in. Triple super kick. Still not working. And he just gets right up. He gets right up, man. Um, They super kick him again. Now he's leaning up against the ropes. Gargano gets out of the ring real quick. Gives him the one final beat. Seth gives him a curb stomp. (coughs) Excuse me. Right after that, Montez Ford gives him a frog splash. I wish that would have at least been off a pod. But Montez Ford already did his his share. Um, Montez Ford gives him the frog splash. And Bronson Reed was eliminated but he looks fantastic. He had a fantastic showing in there. He had a fantastic showing in there. Just destroyed everybody while he was in there. And it took three finishers. And they all did them pretty fast. I mean, it was pretty rapid. So it w- it was great, man. It was great. But Montez um, pins Bronson Reed to get him out of the match. Now... We move over to Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins sitting on top of a pod. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, Bronson Reed was eliminated at 18 minutes. So, we move over to this spot. Austin Theory is fighting Seth. Seth is sitting on one side of the pod. Kicks him off. Damian Priest is fighting Johnny. Johnny kicks him off. And then Seth and Johnny are sitting back to back. And they kind of bump into each other. 
and they kind of just slowly turn around and look at each other, and then they're just sitting on top of the pod just staring at each other, and then they start hitting each other while they're fighting. Seth Rollins picks Johnny Gargano up. Uh, You know, they start fighting. Seth picks him up like he's about to powerbomb him off the top of a pod. Johnny Gargano reverses the fucking move. Hurricane Rana's Seth Rollins onto everybody. Johnny on the way down smacked his head off the pod. Oh, dude. It was nuts, bro. It was nuts. This would lead to Johnny fighting Damian Priest for a little bit. Damian Priest got him in the ring, hit him with the razor's edge, and Johnny Gargano was the second man eliminated from the match at 23 minutes. Now, I will I will at least say he got 23 minutes and he showed the fuck out. Triple H sh- Triple H mm-hmm. said it on that media scrum. Triple H said it on that media scrum, dude. Uh he had 3 perform well, he said he had a lot of really good breakout performances in that elimination chamber. And for me, and I feel like this is the general consensus and what everybody's saying, Montez Ford, Johnny Gargano, and Bronson Reed absolutely showed the fuck out. It almost makes me think, what could have happened if they would have been in the match longer? Yeah. Like, man. I don't know, man. What would have happened if one of those two would have won the match? Come on, man. Yes, no question, no question. So, Johnny Gargano was eliminated at 23 minutes and 5 seconds by Damian Priest. Damian Priest would then be eliminated in 25 minutes by Montez Ford. Montez Ford would then accidentally kind of get caught, not kind of, He would accidentally find himself in a predicament that uh, would not be good for him. He got curb stomped on the outside of the cage, on the floor, and Montez uh, theory pushed Seth into the cage, got Montez in the ring, and pinned him, and that was it. Um, That was it for Montez Ford, man. He... Uh, he was selling the injury, so they opened the cage, and all the officials came out. You kind of knew what was going to happen at this point. Uh, once that cage door was open and staying open, you know, you kind of knew what was going to happen there. But um, Montez Ford had a tremendous performance. He had a tremendous performance in this Elimination Chamber match, and... Uh, he lasted 27 minutes and 45 seconds, man. Um, just incredible, man. Incredible. Um, fantastic. Seth Rollins, or well, so they sent all the officials out, and Montez Ford then got up. Montez Ford then got up, got the standing O from the crowd. A uh, huge, huge ovation for Montez Ford as they brought him out of the chamber. Seth Rollins was in the ring uh, with Austin Theory. Now they were the last two. Theory picked Seth up to give him a town down. Seth countered it into the pedigree. He got in the corner to do the curb stomp. 
And there he was, LP, Logan Paul. Logan Paul was in the ring. He he ran in there. He ran in there. Seth was running to do the uh, Seth was running to do uh, the curb stomp. He out of nowhere seen Logan, and Logan hit him with a buckshot lariat. He hit him with the buckshot lariat. Logan was then going to get out of the ring again and hit him with a curb stomp. That looked pretty fuck. Dude, his buckshot lariat and his curb stomp looked really fucking good, man. But, uh, and it was after this, Logan would, and, and one thing I will say, one thing I like about Logan Paul, because I really do like Logan Paul. I really do. I'm not even going to cap. But, um, one thing I like about him, they made him heal. They made him a heal. He he garners heat. People do not like him, you know, and it makes no sense to have him as a baby face. So they're going to have him as a heel and it's going to be good. Like I said, multiple times, obviously, this is not ideal for Seth Rollins, but you will be lying if you think that this is going to be a bad match. Because this shit's going to be fire. Is it ideal? Of course not. Of course we would like to see Seth doing something way more important than this. But um, honestly, at this point, I really don't know what he would be able to do anyway. I mean, I know a lot of people wanted him to be in that universal title spot, but... Just circumstance, man. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. But... It's gonna be a good match, and I mean, I'm 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 cool with it. I mean, I'm not I'm not really upset over it, you know. I mean, I know it's gonna be a good match. Obviously, it's not ideal. It's not what we all envisioned for Seth, but uh, I guess everybody can't go after the world titles at once. But um, you already two. yeah, you already got two guys that are neck and neck. You can't have another one in there, man. So, man. Um, but yes, I'm glad they made him a heel. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, Bell says in real life, the guy and his brother are generally seen as heels. Yes. People do not like them. And that, and that is the role for him. And that is the role they are putting him in. And that just makes all the sense in the world. Um, but man, um, he cost Seth Rollins, the United States championship and theory then picked him up and, Took him a town down. He pinned Seth and Theory kept the United States Championship. To be 100% honest with you guys, when Bronson Reed was gone, I was like, okay, that was my first pick, but my runner-up is still in the match. You know, we told you guys yesterday, or or Friday at this point, um, Bronson Reed or Johnny Gargano. Then once Johnny got eliminated, I was like, okay, well, Theory's keeping the title. I was, yeah, you can't do it at that point. It was made obvious. Yeah, so it was kind of, kind of a, kind of a buzz kill, to be honest. Um, kind of a buzz kill, man. If I if I do say so myself. Um, eh, I'm like, not that I'm. I'm over. I'm kind of starting to get over this Austin Theory title reign. Oh yeah, definitely. 
You know, I think it was nice for him at Survivor Series because, you know, he, he, um, he had just lost the Money in the Bank briefcase, so it was kind of a way to, you know, you know, make him, uh, it was kind of a way to make him, uh, you know, get a little bit of his confidence back, but I also want to see Theory keep that chip on his shoulder type thing. Yeah. I want him to yeah. always kind of be a little pissed off because theory when he's pissed is the best theory. 100%. Exactly. It's way better than fucking cocky theory. A million times better. Yes. Absolutely. Like his his promo on Roman Reigns, his backstage promo on Roman Reigns as to why he never cashed in on him, his delivery, that is the Austin theory I want to see. That exactly. is tremendous tremendous Austin Theory won and it was kind of lame um it was the lame yeah. it was the lame way out for me i think you give it to Gargano or Bronson Reed and you get something at WrestleMania and it helped because they were the first two eliminated and they were Two of three names that were said for breakout performances. So imagine if those guys went all the way to the end. Imagine how good that would have been. Those guys were out there fighting for their fucking life. Oh, literally, man. It's like, come on, man. You, you Fury already has plans at Mania, obviously. Yes. So he doesn't need the time for. You could have put, um, you know, the two, two of the breakouts. Reed and Gargano in that universal, what the fuck, U.S. title picture, and I got even more people you could put on the card that genuinely deserve it and can do good with it. Yes, and I think, and I, and I think Theory getting a little cocky can help him because I think John Cena can kind of slip him right back into being humble. Mm -hmm. And then I think exactly. we can continue on with Mad Theory, and we can kind of always give him a reason to be pissed off until he wins a world championship eventually down the line. You know, not you know, not uh, yeah, not the guy to beat Cody or anything or, or Sammy or anybody like that. But down the line, you can constantly give him a reason to keep that chip on his shoulder until he gets the world championship. And then you tell it all over again when he worked, when he loses the world championship type thing. So exactly. But yeah, I John Cena and Austin theory does not need the United States championship. Austin theory is just going to beat him anyway. And I think it could have done way, way, way better. If you did Bronson versus Johnny, if you oh, did, yeah. Johnny versus Damian Priest. If you did Seth versus Bronson versus Johnny, if you did anything else than Austin Theory holding on to the U.S. championship, if I'm being honest. But if it's not John Cena at Mania and he's going to defend it, I would do Johnny versus, I. Uh, you know, I said it on my fantasy booking, and I would have Johnny or Bronson win it. Uh, one of the two. Um I think we lost some guys. That's really good. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I thought we lost you for a second. What did you just say? No. I didn't say nothing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but, uh, 
Yes, I think it would be I think it would be way way better if uh I think it would be way better if um something like that happened and that's personally what I would do definitely. Oh, definitely man. I think that something like that is wrong right path, man. Yeah, man. So Austin Theory won and retained the uh won the elimination chamber, retained the US championship. In 31 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, And with that, we had the main event. Roman Reigns defends the Undisputed Championship against the man that everybody is there to see. The man of the hour, Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Wow. This shit slapped bro this shit slapped this the story they told in this match was so good i want to read you guys a quote michael cole said during this match and i absolutely died fucking laughing so this was in the this was about in the middle of the match sammy this is around the time sammy sammy was getting a bunch of nice near falls and michael cole goes there is magic in the air tonight or sorry, there is magic in here tonight. Magic that we haven't felt in any Reigns championship match in years. <laughs> oh, it's been a lot of you there, bro. You ain't capping, bro. You ain't capping. You ain't shit. Uh, fucking dude. That absolutely made me fucking LOL, That's bro. Uh, Even if you just, yeah, ain't, ain't nobody popping. For a Rolling match in in forever. No, not like God that. No. God no, man. This Logan, is his best work. I think you might be right, man. Oh yeah. I made a bad call in saying they were here to see Sami Zayn. I I should have took Carmella into account, man. They that they did. They did give her uh, the, the warm reception. She was the hero tonight. That Carmella. Oh, oh yeah, man. Truly. So. But man, so the match starts. They did not touch for, I believe, five minutes. I was seeing five minutes and 20 seconds. And the crowd was going fucking insane the whole time. They were just staring at each other. They were just staring at each other across the ring. Dude. This match was so good. This match was so good. Um, Roman Reigns was on the outside talking to Sami Zayn's wife. First of all, before the match even started, he kind of kept looking over there and like taunting them. He ends up taking Sami Zayn over there and he's punching him right in front of his wife and his children. And he's and he's saying, I wanted you guys in my family. I wanted to provide for you guys. And he's going back and forth with Sami Zayn's wife. And it was tremendous, bro. It was fucking tremendous, man. It was so good. It was so good. So we're doing the match, dude. Sami Zayn's hitting him with Superman punches. He's hitting him with haluva kicks. Roman Reigns is coming with some good offense. Sami Zayn is getting his spurts of offense in there. 
um and then an official an official goes down uh the first official goes down uh about midway into the match the first official goes down um and Jimmy Jimmy Uso comes out he super kicks Sammy and he's super kicking him over and over and over and over he hits him with the Uso splash the ref comes down he pulls Roman over him the ref comes that the second ref comes down one two no good man no good Sammy Zayn kicks out huge pop I was thinking to myself how lame it would have been if it would have just ended there with Jimmy helping. Could you imagine? Oh, dude, the heat would have been insane. Oh, bro. I think that is the one of the only times Canadians would have genuinely, uh, <laughs> one of the only, t- <laughs> one of the only times, one of the only times the Canadians would have got rabid, but, um, yeah, man. Michael Cole said, you know, he was he was ordered. His cousin ordered him to stay home, and I was like, "Who the fuck is his cousin? A fucking police officer? What is he? Fucking Canadian Border Control?" Like, I don't know. Border Patrol really, but watching this feud closely, man, they saw Jimmy and they saw the fucking "Do Not Let Through" sign. I'm like, you know what? You're good. We want we want to see this story, dude. They they're like. Yes, and maybe that didn't happen, man. One of the one of the one of the guys at uh, the Canadian border, you know, they were like, "Wait a minute, I know you." And then, know and then the other one was like, "Nah, bro, you gotta let he him did. through. You have to let him through." You better. <laughs> maybe that's what happened, bro. Maybe that's what happened. But Jimmy, Jimmy attacked Sami Zayn, hit him with a bunch of super kicks, Uso splash, and. Uh, Pins him. Roman pins him. The second ref comes down. Second ref comes down. Near fall. Crowd pops huge. Crowd pops huge. The second official. Um. Also. Oh well. Before the second official came out. There was a spot bro. Where Roman Reigns went running to the corner. To hit a spear. Sami Zayn ran behind him. And hit him with a fucking haluva kick. As soon as he turned around. And that was the moment where he pinned him and he got the one, two, three, four, five. And they, you know, they did that spot. The live crowd did that spot. But man, I was, um, such good near falls, such good near falls in this match, bro. Such good near falls in this match, man. Sami Zayn got some really nice ones. Roman Reigns got some really nice ones. The second official comes down. The second official comes down. He ends up getting, I want to say, Superman punched. I want to say, yes. Yeah, because the first one, the first one was backed into a corner and Roman Reigns fucking elbowed him. And um, the second one went down via Superman punch. Roman Reigns has uh, Jimmy grab a chair. Roman Reigns grabs the chair. As soon as he knew the ref went down, he grabbed the chair and he turned around. And Jey Uso was standing in between Roman Reigns and Sammy fucking Zayn. Dude, if this... Dude, it, 
Oh my God! How do you have Jay Uso turn on Sami Zayn? How? You at this point you can't. It'll look dumb as fuck if you didn't do it there. But you're but you still want to do it because because Sammy Jay cannot be upset because Sammy accidentally hit him with a spear. He knows that Roman was standing, and I hate when they do stuff like that. Like, oh, I'm mad because you accidentally speared me. Like, yeah, I would. If I would have fucking, if I would have speared, if I could have speared Roman, I would have. It's an accident. I didn't mean it. That makes like, no sense to me. I hate when they play that angle. Like, no, you meant to hit me. Like, no, I no, didn't. The guy you. was standing in front of you. We watched the fucking match, ass. Like, no, dude, I hate that stuff. So it's oh my god, I don't know how you're gonna play this off, dude. But he's standing in between both of them. Roman, what? The, tell me what this sounds like. Roman hands Jay the chair and he goes, I want you to do it. Roman fucking turns his back to Jay Uso and Jay's standing there with the chair. And again, I get deja vu. I'm sitting in my living room going, fucking hit him, Jay, fucking hit him. And I wanted Jay to fucking hit him so bad. Roman turns around and he kind of knew he was like, oh, no, 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 no. Good thing you realize I'm turning my back and someone with a chair again. And dude. And so what does he start doing to Jay? He starts shoving his face. He starts shoving his fucking face like he just like he did to Sami Zayn. Sami gets up, sees what's going on, goes to spear Roman Reigns because he's messing with Jay and Sami loves Jay. And Roman moves. Sammy hits Jay with a spear. He hits Jay with a spear. Um, Roman Reigns then capitalizes on the opportunity while Sammy's sitting there like, fuck. And he grabs the chair, starts hitting Sammy Zayn with it, hits him with a spear. And that was it. That's insane. And that was it. A lot of the fans were kind of pissed. Um, Here's the weird part. So, we don't see Jey Uso for the rest of the night. We do not see Jey Uso for the rest of the night. How the fuck does this group get back together? How does it get back together and make sense? Like, it literally can't. The group's over with. People gotta deal with that. Bloodline is done. Maybe it might not be official yet, but metaphorically, it's done for. It's ended. Like it, you can't bring it back together after that. You can't. It'll look dumb as shit if you do. Definitely, definitely, bro. So, bro, that visual where Jay Uso was standing there with the chair, and I'm just like. Oh my god, fucking hit him. And he didn't, dude. So, here's the weird part, man. So, Jimmy Uso gets to attacking Sami Zayn. He gets to attacking Sami Zayn. Lo and behold, Sami Zayn's best friend comes out to the ring. Kevin Owens, none other than Kevin Owens, comes out to the ring to 
help Sami Zayn, not help Sami Zayn, but to, you know, uh, yep, yep, get uh, get rid of the bloodline. So he comes down there, he's fighting with Jimmy, he gets in the ring, walks up to Roman, gives him a stunner. Uh, Jay Uso comes back in the ring, he throws him outside of the ring, gives him a pop up powerbomb on, on the, uh, on the, uh, through the announce table, he gets in the ring to go after Roman. Paul Heyman jumps in the ring, starts hitting Kevin Owens like a little fucking girl, and um, and and Kevin Owens turns around and uh, just looking at him like, "What are you doing?" And so, so, so he stuns him. Roman Reigns is standing in the corner. Kevin Owens is standing in the middle of the ring. Sami Zayn's standing up behind him. Kevin is standing in the middle of the ring. He turns around and looks at Sami, and he just backs up. Sami Zayn hits the haluva kick. Kevin Owens hardly, hardly looked at Sami Zayn, and he just walked away. He just walked away, man. So, see? Hmm. You have so much on your plate here because telling the story of Sammy and Kevin is going to be great. Could be great. But do you really have Jey Uso turn on Sammy Zayn over that? That would be really, I don't like that at all if that would be the case. Over something that was a blatant accident, and the reason Sammy went after Roman was because he seen what he was doing to Jay? Yeah, exactly. Mm, I don't know how I'm feeling about that, man. Well, I have it, so many questions. I, I do, man. And they, they still got the two main paths they could go down, and especially after tonight. If they go that tag route, it's going to look bad. It is, bruh. It just is. It, you can't go that route anymore after tonight. Mm. If you want to go that route, you should have started it tonight. Yes. If you wanted to go that route, you should. Tonight was the perfect night to leave Montreal silenced. I'm mm-hmm. talking, you can hear a pen drop in that arena. That's how silent and heartbroken those people, uh, those people needed to be. But uh, they didn't do that. And Triple H was on the media scrum saying how when Pat Pat saying how if he's seen what happened tonight and he got emotional talking about it, um, he so he said Pat Patterson. If he would have seen something like this, he would have been crying uh, because of the moment. And Triple H talked about how sometimes you have to go with your gut. And sometimes you have to... um, Sometimes you have to kind of feel things. And it was really fucking weird he was bringing all that up. I don't know if they're going to steer the ship the Sami Zayn direction. It might, man. To be honest... I hope they do, man. I Me hope too. they do. Split up the matches. I have two matches. And that's your that's your solution, man. I think they should. I genuinely think that should better be the path. And Sammy was on the media scrum and he said uh he would be lying if he wasn't a little heartbroken in the fact that he didn't 
he didn't get to finish the story how he mm-hmm. how he felt he should have and he didn't give the fans that ending exactly i don't know man cody told him to finish the story and he didn't so is cody gonna make him finish his story at media finish by the story. giving up the... <laughs> i want you to go after a universal <laughs> you better finish your story this time go after the universal <laughs> title do it for your fans just oh god man I think, I think that should be the path at this point bro let let Cody wants to have Sammy finish his story, and he gives up the Universal Tackle match for Sammy Zayn. Man, I think that should be the path. Absolutely, absolutely, I I do. Um, I absolutely do. Um, after a night like tonight, I do not know. I do not know. Yeah, I. You know, it was real weird that, you know, Cody mentioned the triple threat, but personally, I would do two singles matches. I like singles matches. Uh, I like, you know, that's my favorite kind of, that's my favorite kind of like match. If you're looking at matches, like just on the surface level, like how there's tag team wrestling, singles wrestling, multi-man wrestling. I -hmm. like singles wrestling. I'm a huge singles guy. Um, uh, I, I love a good singles match, bro. But, um, man, uh, and at this point, if the plans did change, Cody might have just said the triple threat just to toss people off that, you know, it's going to be split yeah. up into two matches. He could very well, because, you know, Cody, he, he's still he's still deep down a part of that elite mentality, man. He's a fucking troll. Yes, and he's also in the elite mentality of uh, listening to the audience. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Whether he denies it or not, he's still on that mentality. And the thing is with Sammy is um, the thing is, you know, did you see those reports that Cody Rhodes said it was a bit awkward seeing Sammy Zayn backstage at the Royal Rumble? It's because he knows it's because he knows that. And and, and this is going to be a true testament to Cody's Cody, yeah, to Cody's, whether it's his character or whether it's the amount of say he has in WWE, but, you know, Arn Anderson told him when he left AEW, you need to get you some. Is Cody going to, uh, is Cody going to hog all the matches at Mania, man? Or is he going to, what I believe, do the right thing, man? I think he'll do the right thing, because he still gets his fucking moment, and he knows it. Yes. In his moment isn't both the titles. It's the world title. What did, you know, and, family don't give a fuck about the universal title. Yes. And, and you know, what did he, Paul, what did he tell Paul Heyman? Why does everybody always have to make things so personal with me? I just want to win wrestling championships. That is what he told Paul Heyman. But for, so with Cody, I feel it's about the championship. It's, it's about the championship. It's not about beating Roman Reigns. No. Sami Zayn wants Roman Reigns to go down. He wants yeah, Roman Reigns to go down. That uh, legitimate beef. Well, not legitimate, but storyline <laughs> legitimate beef between Sami. Wait till and CM Roman. Punk comes back. You want to see some legitimate beef? I was going to say, you want, you want some legitimate beef? I wonder if Kenny came out tonight at that New Japan show. I know when fucking when Phil got up to leave. Oh, oh my God! I did see pictures of Kenny backstage. 
Oh my! Just, they were like, "Well, we can't get suspended here." <laughs> well, let's just fucking go. <laughs> yeah, if anything, we had to get escorted out. Well, dude, but, um, what are you talking about, man? There is no about, disrespect man? here. All right. It's just how he talks. It's who Cody is, man. But um, yeah, man. I mean. It's it's co it's Cody in the world title and it's really Sammy and Roman, but Sammy and Roman also needs a world title. So I think it's both, man. I think you go with both. I think it fits both their stories. They both get their separate moments because it's a it it really is separate moments yeah. of what they would be winning. It's not as much as about winning the universal title for Sammy as it's, it's as much about beating Roman for the universal title yeah. as for. Cody, it's just about winning their world world title for family. <laughs> Finish your story. It's <laughs> 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 gotten so bad lately. Man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I have a lot of questions. Uh, but, dude, Triple H was saying some really interesting stuff. Really interesting stuff about how he can feel Pat Patterson's energy tonight and how he can feel his spirit and how he um, and how uh, sometimes you just need to go with your gut. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's with the gut, man. Too bold. And after what they did tonight, it's interesting, bro. It's really, really interesting as to what the hell they're going to do. Um... And if they do the tag team thing, how the hell they make sense out of all that? Because it fucking wasn't. Yeah. So that's everything, though, man. That's everything. Um, oh, yeah. I don't want to sit here and continue to ask you guys uh, or just uh, ask um, questions in general and talk about them with you guys, ma'am. Um, I've pretty much asked everything. Uh, I don't, I don't want to continue to sound like a broken record, but I just, I just have so many questions, man. Uh, and I know you guys do too, but it's going to be interesting, man. But I don't know the, after tonight, it's, it's given me a lot more hope that maybe triple H is, uh, Triple H is really considering doing something with Sami Zayn here. It's it almost seems too big to pass up, and I feel like he knows that. And again, not to say that you know Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn isn't a great story to tell against you know the Usos, but I mean, does it really make the most sense at this point? Exactly. I don't think exactly, so. Man. No. You know, um. You know, it'd be a great match, and I'm sure they would tell, you know, a good story, but is it the story that makes the most sense? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's real, real interesting, man. It's real interesting. But yeah, that is, uh, that's everything, man. And that match lasted 32 minutes and 20 seconds, man. So that was that. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's everything, man. That's everything. All right, guys, so with that, it looks like that is going to do it for the 2023 WWE Elimination Chamber review. Thank you guys so much for a great turnout tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you to all the new listeners, bro, uh, Muhammad, Rich. Um, I hope I'm not missing any of you guys. And then 
obviously thank you guys uh to our regulars that are always here with us man um logan bell durante you guys know the drill man um but yeah man that is gonna do it for this year's elimination chamber review man uh hopefully we will be excited enough to do the elimination chamber next year but lord only knows what the fuck is gonna happen to this company in a year's time um chamber in saudi the saudi chamber (laughs) the 10-man chamber Oh my something. god. So if it's a Saudi match, they always got the two boards. The, the greatest within. elimination chamber. Just fucking eight pods and shit. Oh my god. They fucking would. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. But with that, it has been always, always, always a pleasure from I, Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Elimination Chamber 2023 review. Thank you guys for being in these streams with us, man. I know this was a little bit of a last-minute thing. I know this was a little bit of a last-minute thing to come on with the Elimination Chamber review, man. But you guys always, always uh, go way over the expectations, man. You guys uh, absolutely killed it tonight, man. You gave us a fantastic turnout, and we thank you guys so much for that. Thank you guys, man. And with that, man, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. Peace.